I get to cast a spell in Hogsmeade. I never knew what 120 miles per hour felt like until Fast and Furious supercharged. I never thought coming face to face with a hungry T-Rex would make my dad scream so loud. And I have never felt more scared or alive. If you haven't been to Universal Studios Hollywood lately, come see what you've been missing. Plan your visit online and save at UniversalStudiosHollywood.com. Restrictions apply. What's the pick all about? Oh. <laughs> Oh, man. Woodpick. I don't even know what you're talking about. That's good water. You know what I love? I love when you go to a go to an office. What's up, Juliana? I love when you go to an office and they give you promotional water and the water is actually good. Shout out to the king. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning. Aloha, brother. Good to see you, Charles. All right, all right, all right. What's up, everybody? This is Joshua T. Berglund's Morning Gratitude, and we are being heard right now on iHeartRadio, on iTunes, on Spreaker, on Stitcher, on Spotify, on Google Play. The Google Play audience, wow. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, we're, all, we're on a lot of other platforms, and it's just an absolute blessing, but of course, you Facebook people, I love you guys so much. Nick Harris, good to see you, my man. Denise Phillips, I don't know what pick you're talking about, but... I, when you preload the show and you send it out, it, it before it starts, it just shows whatever picture's there. So I think it's me. I don't know. Uh, Jeff, good to see you. Juliana, always good to see you. Kenneth, always good to see you. Uh, my friend from Maryland. Where's everyone at today? Where's everyone from? I'm, I'm kind of getting this down where I know where everyone's at. Nick Harris is about to be a world traveler, so God knows where he is right now. Um, so... Radio audience, if you want to know what the heck's going on. Oh, Spreaker. I'm so sorry, guys. We're live on Spreaker right now, too. Um, <laughs> so, we, I love to interact with the Facebook audience. And as the show continues to grow and we go on other platforms that are audio only and some even video, I really, this all started with Facebook. And so, the fact that we get to Oklahoma City is in the house, Rhonda. That's right. The fact that... Um, you guys have been such a huge part of the show from the beginning. I love interacting with you guys. It's just, this is now part of my daily routine and part of my OCD that I have to see my Facebook people. And uh, so on the radio audience, I'm not telling you to not listen on the radio or download the podcast, but I am saying to you that you can join the conversation. You can ask questions of our guest. You can make fun of my chest hair right now. You can do whatever you want to do. You can do that. If you come to Joshua T. Berglund's Morning Gratitude. So guys, I'm giving away skincare and cosmetics today. This entire box is full of skincare. Well, that's a, that's a magazine. That didn't count. But I've got makeup brushes. I've got 
all kinds of utensils. I've got blushes and eye powders and I've got skincare. I'm giving it all away. So, 50 shares. We get the 50 shares. I'm going to give it away. I'm going to give five gifts away today. Five. Not one winner, not two winners, not three winners, not even four. No, we're going to give away five, but we have to get the 50 shares for me to do this. So, good morning. All right, we have an amazing guest today, but I want to give a shout out really quick. I did already to uh, the king, Anupur, and I got to tell you, so attorneys, how many of us just really don't like attorneys? And even if you're an attorney out there, you could go, yeah, attorneys kind of suck. Because you know what? A lot of them do. I had the privilege to go for a business meeting yesterday to learn about a really cool foundation. Hold on. I want to make sure I'm saying it right. It's Alumni, it's Alumni United. It's an amazing mentorship nonprofit that is growing and growing and growing. And as you guys know that you all listen to the show, I have a global mission. I have a very, very serious global mission because it's been part of my vision since I was a child. But you got to take care of home first. And San Diego is home to me. San Diego has given me life. I've met the best friends in the world here. I've, I've thrived here. And it, this, this community is very important to me as my community in Oklahoma City. So I love working and aligning myself with people who are mission-minded, who are you know really Christ-centered, but I, I don't discriminate against religions. But I, I just absolutely love people who are about other people and who want to empower others and breathe life into the youth. Because frankly, look, I'm not getting any younger. So we've got to mentor up. We've got to mentor our youth and help them out. And I love what the King and Abraham are up to um, with not just the law firm, but their foundation, Alumni United. Um, and as you know, the King and Abraham are co-owners of the San Diego Kings basketball team. So I want to give a tremendous shout out to them. So straight up, today, 50 shares. And I'm giving away five sets of skincare and cosmetics. I'll even let you pick what you take. How about that? So... I've, it, there's an Oklahoma theme happening on the show because I've had two people from Oklahoma this week and guess what? We get to make it third. And this is the crazy thing. I, we've had a Joshua, we've had two Joshuas on the show. We've um, had two people from Oklahoma. We're about to have our third. And this woman just happens to have my mama's name. <laughs> so I'm not going to forget her name. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I want to actually, hold on, I want to do one thing really quick because the radio audience gets cheated on this, but our guest, Rhonda Knight Boyle, is a transformational leader teaching strengths-based processes through workshops, corporate education, and group coaching. She is the author of Dive Into Strengths. I already love her. I love her. I love her already because I've been saying this my whole life. Anyway, she's the author of Dive Into Strengths and... Wait, dive into strengths and exploration of the very best you and co-author of Driven Success, Failures to Avoid and Wins to Go After. Rhonda has been part of the strengths movement since 2008 and is also a certified law of attraction facilitator. Wow. From Oklahoma City, my hometown, Rhonda has been married to Chris for 27 years and they have two adult daughters and a three-and-a-half-year-old grand boy. Ladies and gentlemen, let's do this. Rhonda Knight Boyle, Oklahoma City's finest. Outside of my mama. She's the other one. Uh, good morning. What's up? Welcome to Morning Gratitude, Rhonda. How are you? Hey, hey, how are you? And hey there, everybody. I am so excited to be here with you. 
This was fun. Okay, first things first. I want to give Bradley, good morning, good to see you. Um, Misty Pace says hello. She's here for Rhonda. Danielle's here. Uh, I'm sorry, Daniel is here for Rhonda. There's a hashtag movement here for Rhonda. What about me? Who's here to see me? I'm just kidding. Uh, I already love you because you've got so many fun colors going on. You've got a great microphone. You've got an amazing smile. We talked a little bit before the show went on. And I'm like, I'm totally going to dig this woman. So, Rhonda, first things first. What are you grateful for this morning? Wow. You know what? I was thinking today, earlier, and actually I did a video in my own private group about how much I love my life, even the messy parts. So I'm grateful today, right now, right now, and right now for the messy parts of my life because they lead me to what I really want. So do you like a little bit of chaos, huh? <laughs> well, you know, as I do, that chaos keeps it fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we actually probably, uh, if we were to admit it, uh, we would we create the chaos. <laughs> oh, no doubt. We do. No doubt. Without a, without a shadow of a doubt, I create chaos because even if you're. Even if it's elevated, right, where everything's just like humming along and I'm like, mm, this has stayed consistent too long. Let's throw, a, <laughs> let's throw a rock in the pond and see what we can, because it's where all the creative, for me, where my creative flow comes from is chaos. Now, the difference between what I've learned is I don't have to create chaos that breeds negativity anymore. There's, there's this... There's a skill set, I guess, to creating chaos, but it's in an uplifting, beautiful, inspiring way. But it also allows people to show their cards and see, okay, where can I align this? Where can I make this move more? What's your experience with that? Well, I think what you're talking about is creative chaos. Yes. Because there's a creative factor to it. And what I know about you, just from what I've observed, is that you are a catalyst for change. Yes. And so this is why you love being in the middle of the chaos. <laughs> you realize that you're changing things and more importantly, you seize opportunities to take things from good to great and you see opportunities for new fresh ideas and, and to make things happen in a different way. Yes. Probably hate the status quo. Yes. Ask Lauren Harris you about that. Students in school? No. No, I was terrible. But I was really good at maneuvering my way to be able to get in and out of class without being noticed. I, I was a disruptor. I didn't I, I always felt like something wasn't right that I was being told. I, I, I didn't the, traditional learning wasn't for me. Um, and it's so funny because I struggled so bad in school. And by the way, Lauren Harris is somebody, Rhonda, you need to connect with if you don't know him already. Um, hey, Lauren. Yeah, you should be on each other's shows. He's extremely, he, he's, he's the man. Um, but I, I struggled in school. Um, I, I'm not, I was not a good learner and I thought I was dumb. And I beat myself up really, really bad because I thought, I don't understand this. I don't get it. It wasn't until I read Code of the Extraordinary Mind was I convinced that I was a genius. And I'm not saying that to be cocky. I'm just saying 
that there is a greatness and a genius to the way that I see the world and in the way I see things connect. It's my own kind of genius, but we all have those gifts. We learn different. And I'm so happy to see that we are shifting this old school way of teaching away from, you know, basically memorization. And now we're learning, we're expanding our minds, we're using our minds, we're finding our strengths, which lead to you and what you do. Because you are the strength finder. You are the captain of the strength finders, basically. How did you get into that? Well, actually, um, my husband came home from church one day and introduced me. Well, he actually said, he walked in the door and he said, you are a woo. And I was like, I don't even know what he's talking about. <laughs> and unless you have taken the strength, Clifton Strength Finder assessment, you don't know what that is. But I said, well, what, is, what does that mean? And he said, well, I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> so I took this assessment and sure enough, I was a woo. Uh, the interesting thing about that, though, several years earlier, you know, we're talking about school, several years prior to that, I, my father had passed away and my siblings and I had gone through a box of papers and old photographs. I found my second grade report card and guess what I discovered? You weren't a good student. Factory in behavior. <laughs> I was seven. And the teacher, I had gotten an unsatisfactory in the two areas of behavior. And one of them, the teacher said, Rhonda talks too much. And then the second one, she said, and she, no, she said, Rhonda cannot keep still, be still. And she also talks too much. And then at the bottom, the teacher wrote, Rhonda is not living up to her full potential. Oof. I was seven seven years old and already I was being labeled and put into a box and this is what we do to our children is we we you know and, and if you know anything about the public school system and how it evolved from the 1850s it was to create little worker bees who could all work in factories and unfortunately our school system has not evolved to the uh, state where we actually start to identify the natural gifts and talents in our children and then lead, guide, and direct them there. Because had your teachers known at such an early age and me at such an early age, instead of being dismissed as talking too much, right. they could have seen that we had the gift of communication. You have a gift. This gift of communication, communicating to the world your belief your global mission and so forth, you could have been you could have arrived there so much sooner <laughs> had your teachers, your parents, all of the other people in your life had been able to identify and know what these talents and gifts were and then nurture you into your greatest potential. And I want to I want to say something a thought that just came to my uh, my a thought that just came to my head when you were saying that you know, it, being a kid is rough because we're, you know, we're taught this. This is how we're supposed to learn. So then all of a sudden, if someone's a little slower learning to read or they're not getting the assignment. And, and Charles um, that's watching right now. What's up, Dr. Garcia? Charles is, a, is a, a teacher. He's been a teacher for years. So he's saying he agrees with this. But for like you immediately, I stuttered when I would try to read. So I got teased and made fun of. And I'm, I was bigger than everybody. I mean, I, I was mean. And of course, I had a lot of anger anyway, but then getting teased didn't help things. And 
So, but with we're allowed, because I really do believe that kids pick up on energy just the way adults do. But if we are put in a position to succeed and where we can step into our greatness at an early age, all of a sudden this desire to not discriminate, to not put labels on, to see people at their highest self, we can develop that in the youth way younger than we are now. We don't have to wait until we're 38, been in jail six times, you know, like and have mental health issues and substance abuse issues. We don't have to wait till then to figure out, hey, wait, God created me for something bigger than what I'm doing now. We can, we can nurture that in children. And that is why mentorship is so dadgum important to me because it's hard. I'm stubborn. I'm 38 years old and I'm the so dadgum stubborn. And, and, and it, I have to like beat it out of my head, those limiting beliefs. And, I'm, and I do the work every day. It is so much easier to work with the youth and to train them up now. Like, what are we waiting for? Let's teach them this now so we don't have these problems. Like, honestly, we can shift the direction that the world is going. We can do that by working with the youth. Well, I absolutely believe that, and that's why I do what I do. And, you know, there is a book out there. If somebody can uh, look it up and pop the link in there, otherwise I'll do it later. It's called Strengths-Based Parenting. Ooh. And it is a book, Strengths based parenting uh, it is a book that allows parents as early as two and three years old to start to identify their children's natural giftedness so that they can start to encourage them they can start to develop them I know already my grand boy who happens to live with me he's three and a half he definitely has the gift of communication you know how I know how because he won't shut up <laughs> <laughs> you know he won't shut up oh I so, love you what are my options I can walk around like they did with me when I was a kid and tell me to shut up and children are to be seen and not heard and all of these other negative messages that those of us who love to speak who process aloud that's what we do Joshua we process out loud my husband said to me one time he said oh, and it was during a tiff by the way he said don't you think before you speak no and I said no, <laughs> no. I never think before I speak I think as I speak that's how I process and that's how I view the world and so you can see how these clashes come up with people <laughs> You know, and, and how teachers are looking at their students, wanting them to go one certain way when, you know, the real the reality is, you mentioned it, train up the children in the way they should, train up a child in the way she, they should go, really for me means the way they should go. Not in the way that I want them to go, wow. but the way they were, they are gifted and blessed and naturally, because see, these things that we do, when we are living in our God-given talent, that natural, those, these natural gifts and abilities that we have, when we're living there, we have energy. We have excellence. Mm. This is our source of power because this is what we do innately. We don't have to think about it. I never think about talking. <laughs> I just do it. <laughs> I know, you know? the feeling. And, You know, my husband is amazing at risk 
management. He has a gift called deliberative. He Ooh. sees risk and danger. Lord knows I need him in my life, <laughs> even though I don't understand it. But that's where I get to start observing his behavior and going, wow, he's not just really trying to put the brakes on me. He is trying to keep me safe. Mm-hmm. So God. I, you know, by, by adopting certain language and, you know, like the assessment and those words, we now have a way to speak to one another that creates a common uh, language. Mm. And it looks like Bonnie might have communication too because she says she talks and talks and talks. Yes, she does. Join the sisterhood. And it's a good thing. I tried to, I talked to Bonnie yesterday. I was like, Bonnie, you have a lot to say. Like, go do a Facebook Live. You'll find you. This is the beautiful thing about Facebook in this in live is that, I mean, I swear to you, I'd pay for the feature because it allows you to go out and share what's true for you. And you can find your tribe all over the world. And then by the way, the amazing way God works, all of a sudden, then you start to meet those people and they start coming up in your life, your real life offline. And it's like, hey, I've known you my whole life. And and that's why, like I speak so much about your truth is because it doesn't matter how ugly it is. Someone needs to hear it and you'll find them. And this is an amazing tool to do that. It's it's beautiful. And like, so Bonnie, yes, she has the need to talk. She wants to talk. She told me yesterday in a message, I just want to be heard. Well, guess what? Here's your platform, sister. You get to do this. Uh, Dr. Garcia says, absolutely. Kids shift so much easier. It is in their childhood where most people develop their low self-esteem, limiting beliefs, and negative emotions. Yeah. I'm doing a leadership emotional intelligence, which I talk about all the time. Guess what? It there's there's things that have happened a couple years ago that were damaging, but those things happened because of things that happened in my childhood that were unresolved because I didn't use my voice, and I don't blame. I honestly I don't blame. I, unless if someone has done the work, it's really hard for me to look back now and go, I blame my father for this and that. I don't because you know what. Some of these tools were not available or were not in their face to go, hey, you can work on this and you can change it. You can break the cycle. You can do that. Looking back at it now, I have so much more compassion and I don't have the rage towards it because I get it. I get it. And it also the desire and, the, and the, 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 how challenging the work can be for us to do. Guess what? It does take work. It takes commitment. But the best part, I can tell you the biggest reward for me is the commitment to do the work has led to the greatest joy of my life. And that is available for everyone. It is. But you get to break free from that childhood crap that's limiting you. If you've been hurt, you've been told you weren't good enough. If you've been beaten, molested, verbally abused, physically abused, you've been abandoned. That has affected you and that is showing up in places that are may not even be obvious for you in your life. I'm not talking to you, Rhonda. I'm talking to the audience. But... So anyway, go. So Rhonda, tell me. Let's talk about strength because you. I've always believed that from a, and this is before I really understood what strength finders were, but it was a deep-rooted belief in me that I never understood, because I always believed that even before I was a believer, I always believed that God created us and gave us gifts because they're natural. You can see them in people, like even if they don't see it themselves, it's like I. 
oh my gosh, you have such a gift for blank. And the way my mind worked was I would see these strengths in people and this is how I'd want to put them together on the team. But yet I would see people forced to go to be in a position at their workplace that didn't match them. Maybe that much did, but they really had this to offer. And so my angst against corporate America and the way that traditional businesses are set up is that we're limiting people's greatness. Like we all have the opportunity to thrive. We all get to step into our greatness. And I honestly think that we would have less entrepreneurs if companies allowed people to step in their greatness. So when did you, from, so I've had this, I, I have this eye for being able to put people together based on their strengths to allow them to collaborate and work. I love that. So for you, like this strength discipline, like when, when did you, when did you notice that it was a gift or was it something that you had to work on to make happen? You mean in understanding how to help people? Yes. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it was pretty immediate. I have been studying uh, personal development since I'm certain before you were born, Joshua. I'm just saying. <laughs> you know? So personalities, you know, I go all the way back to uh, Hippocrates was the one who first did the personality. Man, you've got some really good skincare. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, were, you were hanging out with who? Oh. I'm pretty sure he was like... He's long gone. BC, okay. Say about him. He was the first one who did a personality assessment. From the he, he was a doctor and he did autopsies. Oh. He would cut people open and observe the bile in their liver. And that's how he decided the four temperaments. Yes. And the talents tend to uh, follow along those same lines. You know, you can kind of categorize people. You know, they're either uh, executors, they get stuff done, they love to, you know, or they're influencers. Like you and I are influencers. That's what we are. That's where we naturally kind of fit. And then there are other people who are thinkers and they're really good at strategy and and research and those types of things. And then you have those uh, beautiful people who just want to love and nurture people. And yet, even though as we're in those four different categories, we still do it differently within there. Yeah. And so uh, for me, when I first discovered this, I think that I was so uh, overwhelmed by finally, for the first time in my life, feeling like somebody got me, even though it was like this test. You know, and and then to be able to take that information and then share it with other people and have and then look at them and go, oh yeah. And so it was for me. It was putting like you do naturally put the pieces together like that, and I don't necessarily do it as naturally as you do. Having the, an assessment allows me to do it with a level of expertise that doesn't require you know necessarily that innate talent. Although it is, I do have that too. The, the skill, so the reason why what you do is important is because my vision doesn't stop at people's limiting beliefs. I don't see that part. I see everyone in their highest self. So when I'm putting people together, I'm saying, if you're in your greatness and you're in your greatness and you're in your greatness, you can do this. And I do it with products and brands and like, but there's also steps to get there there's it's there's work to be done and that's why i like the strategic planning part 
But it's all contingent on accepting your assignment, doing it to the fullest, and really choosing to step into your greatness. Because it doesn't work without that, unfortunately. So the reason why Strength Finders is so important is sometimes that's the light bulb to go, oh my God, that's what that is? That's what God created me to do? And then you get to own it. Yeah, because most of us are trying to be somebody we're not. We're looking at the TV or we're looking at our neighbor or we're looking at the, you know, our friend down the street and we're trying to be, we're seeing how they achieved whatever it is. Yeah. We're not listening inside. We're not following the way we were born to go because we don't know what that is. We're just guessing. It's like taking, you know, shots in the dark. So this really helps us get clear on who we are. And you know what else, if I can just add what Please. I think that it takes and requires is it's a word that most people like hate. It takes vulnerability. It takes being able, you know, here, but here's the get, here's the good news. Once you say, and you step into, oh, this is who I am. Huh? Right. This is what I bring to the table. This is what I can do well. Then, it allows us to release those things that I do not do well, that I am not gifted in, like numbers <laughs> and things like that, that I can, you know, uh, I hired a money girl for my business yeah. and my husband takes care of the retirement because I'm not gonna, we wouldn't have any if I didn't have him. <laughs> it allows you to also partner. You're not going to be able to admit those things. If you have shame around them. No. So it allows you to eliminate shame by stepping into and going, yes, yes, this really is who I am. It's so true. And that's all a process. It is. And it, but it, it there, there, I'm just, I can't say it enough. It's just stepping out in faith enough to be vulnerable to say, this is who I am. So this is my weaknesses. These are my scars. These are, it brings the right people to you. And I got to tell you, Man, I'm I'm I, I I talked about it yesterday, and it and it. Ninety eight percent of the truth is not the truth, and that is I. That's the last chapter of my book that we're getting finished up, and and it's so true because, but not like God, your Creator, whatever you believe, and I know what you believe, but I'm talking to the audience again, like your your truth matters, and ninety eight percent of it is not it. So like when you're going, I'm, 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 I'm burying my soul. I'm telling it all. I'm doing all of these things that I feel led to do. But if you're not stepping into a, oh, and then you're saying to yourself, well, why does everything keep falling through? Why are these people coming into my life that are not right for me? And why am I getting hurt? Why, am, why are these brands backing out on me? Because you're not rewarded for living. You're God, the universe, God does not reward you for 98% of the truth. You are told to be the truth, to be the light, to live your truth, and then the right people will come to your life. When I finally stepped up and I shared my 100% unadulterated truth on this show, I thought like hell. I lost a huge part of my audience in doing that. But the people that came into my life, behind the scenes and then even on the show and the opportunities that were presented from that, were exactly what God had waiting for me and had been waiting for me for years. 
98% of the truth is not the truth. You will not get what you need from the world, the resources. When you're living your truth and you're being who you were created to be, everything comes to you the way it's supposed to be. But 98% is not good enough. And, I, and, it, and it seems insane, but I'm living proof of that. The people, the financial, I suck with money. Suck, I, horrible. I, I think like you that, like, why save? I'll just keep making it. Or, like, I just feel led to, like, I'm, this is what I want to do. Well, no. I, 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 the right people came in my life and talked to me about the importance of saving and how you are rewarded for saving. And then also just having a strategy. Instead of just being a visionary, a visionary with no plan is just a crazy person in a loony bin. But when you get that plan of like how to structure your vision and organize it to remind you, creating triggers for yourself. Like visionaries love their network, right? They live off that because they're good at connecting people. Write your network down, who they are. Then you can go, oh wait, I can see how this connects and this connects and this connects. And then you can be even excellent. You can step into your excellence as a visionary. We need details. We need the detail-oriented people that ask us the annoying ass questions. It is. I, my, my better half, she's a detailed person, likes to ask questions. I'm like, God, stop with the questions already. This is annoying. But it matters. The details do matter. Even though they may not matter to me, they do matter for the final end of the project, right? We need those other people in our life that are different than us. Absolutely. And I really think that's why we were all made different and we are all unique is because we don't have it all together. There are those areas in life where we do not excel and that's so that we can cooperate and collaborate with other people. Amen. When you have it clear, when you really, and, and, and I think, you know, for me, it's when you have the language and you have other people on the same page with the language, like, you know, we're all reading out of the same songbook. It makes it easier to come to those places where everybody gets in the right seat of the bus. On yeah. the bus. Because sometimes we volunteer for things that are really not in our wheelhouse because, I don't know, we have feelings around it. We feel guilty or we feel an obligation or we, you know what I'm saying? And so we end up not in the right seat. And so it also, I, I had a client with me recently. She said, you know what I love about you the most, Rhonda, is that... You have empowered me, because I've heard you do it, you've empowered me to say no. That's right. That's, that's not what I do. Hey, I'm, I want you to rant real quick. I'll be right back. Just go off. Say whatever you want to say. I'll be right back. Oh, and you guys, remember, we need 50 shares to get for you guys to get free skincare and cosmetics. 50 shares? We're at, take we're at 15. Me. I think I'm supposed to rant about something. <laughs> Anyway, let me answer a few questions in here. Uh, Misty, I'd love to, I can't wait to hear about your epiphany. And uh, yes, Charles, you're absolutely right. Be raw, and then you'll see who your real friends are. You know, one of the things that I have experienced throughout the years when you are raw like that, and just like Joshua mentioned, that he had a whole fallout of people when he shared his truth on the air. He lost half of his people. They really weren't his people. And we get so caught up in thinking that these are our people and we want to hang on to certain people. And then we end up losing, uh, you know, kind of, we, we lose our way and we lose ourselves 
too in that process. So, Charles, you're also saying, when does your greatness ever stop? <laughs> Never. I tell uh, the people that I work with, you'll be done when you're dead. So, there you go. And, Joshua, I am so glad that you were back, sir. Well, I, yeah, so... I've started an inter intermittent fasting, and that requires drinking lots of water. So, I'll, thank you for sharing. <laughs> so I couldn't, I couldn't, uh, whatever. Anyway, Bonnie oh, says. Can I just ask real quick? I wanted to add, answer something here. Bonnie says she says don't change so people will like you. Absolutely, be yourself so the right people will love the real you. I agree. I do want to encourage people to actually develop and grow their talents because you can get better at what you already do well. And yeah. that's the whole fun of it. It's when you identify, for example, uh, if a client of mine identifies that they are high in uh, communication, storytelling, and so forth, you know, if they're not used to that, yeah, he knew you. <laughs> it takes one to know one, Joshua. You know <laughs> Facebook Live is, I, I talk about this all the time. If you go on YouTube or you look at my earlier videos, I, oh my gosh, I was all over the place. I broke down and cried a lot. Not because I was nervous, but because I would allow my emotion. I didn't know how to like stop it because it's funny. Honestly, every time something happens in my life where it's like, this is the step God wants me to go, I get overwhelmed with emotion. Like where, or someone, I'll meet someone and I'll get, it'll hit me right in the stomach. I know, I know what it means. Every time it's been right. And when I first got the courage to start doing lives, I cried a bunch. I didn't know what it was then, but I also knew that it was very, very close. And it was the closest thing at that time I had been to living my purpose. And it was amazing. And I... And I love that. And it's it's a good indicator of knowing that God is with you is when you get that feeling. And I think how many of you out there, like Charles, Bonnie, Misty, uh, Selena, Nick, how many of you have, uh, who else is here? Like, I'm, this question is for all of you. But Twyla, you, because I know, I know how you believe. Like when you are doing something that may not be in line with your purpose, does it make you kind of feel sick? Like it's just off or something you physically change? But when you go your direction, you do step into something where it's like you get a message, whether it's something in your heart, something in your stomach, you get chills, you get emotional, you cry. How many of you experience that? I'm, I'm dying to know because it, for me, it is like my internal compass. And the, there's, I know what numbs it too. I know when I know what I do to make it more and more clear, and I know what not to wait. I know, I know the things that kind of get in that way. Uh, but for sure, when I'm having those moments, I love it because that's how God communicates with me. It's like a, it's a physical thing. I feel it right in my stomach. I get chills, and then I start crying like every time. So Selena says yes. Bonnie says yes. Charles says you think. That is the power of our Lord. Amen. Misty says so true. And then, yeah. 
So that's amazing. So I'm not the only one. That's an amazing thing. So pay attention to those feelings because those messages, those messages that come to you like that, they kind of, they help you stay on the right path. They help you stay focused on your purpose. They remind you because let me tell you when you ignore it, what happens? Then you get to have a story like mine because I ignored it and ran from it most of my life. And, and I'm a consequence of ignoring what God blessed me with as a child. And, and like we all get to make that choice of paying attention, stopping long enough to go, okay, God, is this what you want from me? And you'll get the message, I'm telling you. So anyway i get this this subject be still yes and no it was a be still and i know that i'm the lord it yes be still and know that i am god it's so it's so stinking true though it is i can't i can't i listen i cannot that selena quit college for that same reason and you know what knowing your gifts selena i support that I'm not telling people to go drop out, but I know what her gifts are. I know what she's meant for. You don't need college for what you're wanting to create. That's speaking to you. I'm not saying that as a blanket statement for people. But it, it this subject is something that inspires me so much because of where I, what I believe, how I believed, how it made me for so long make me feel like an outsider. But now it's the very thing that allows me to feel loved. It allows me to love and be in my truth. So I'm so, this like you being on the show today has been terrific for me for that reason. So tell us, what what are you working on right now? Like what what is, what has you by the bugger? Like where you're just like so excited, so passionate and like you just can't wait to talk about it. What's going on in your life? Well, I have a lot going on. I have a new training coming out and I have, uh, I'll tell you one of the, a dream come true for me is my husband and I have been working on uh, something recently called Spend the Money Game, and we're helping people with their money mindset. Ooh. And we actually give them money every day to spend, and it gets to be like gangster money <laughs> throughout the process. Obviously, it is. I know you're looking at me like, what is she talking about? Obviously, it is funny money. Uh, I do have some people on the show today who are playing that game so they can do a shout out. So what we do in that game is we help people bump up against their money uh, ceiling. And so that they make new discoveries about themselves about and, and they discover things around their relationship with money. So. That's the big thing that I've been working on. We're right in the middle of a game. We run it on Facebook. It's called Spin the Money Game. And uh, yeah, that's kind of what, what's got me excited and out of bed every day is because I know I'm helping people change the way they're, they uh, look at money. You know, uh, Wayne Dyer once said that if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. And so if I can help people change about money and their mindset around money, then I think that is a an amazing thing that we can, you know, the whole world. <laughs> Misty says gangster money. She has been spending gangster money. Let me tell you, Gail's in the game too. I have to find out what this is all about. Um, you do. You need to make sure. We we'll start another one in a couple weeks. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, tag, um, please tag. I want you to make sure you're plugging all of your um, 
you know, your podcast, like what you're up to, your groups, because I mean, honestly, you're an, this is like three amazing Oklahoma people in a row. I, I, you guys are, you guys are doing me proud. No, I, I love where I'm from. It just wasn't for what I wanted to create in the world. I needed to be in California, but I, that's my home. I mean, what the, the ethics that I, the ethics, the, the, the work ethic, the, that my morals, uh, and mind you, I'm not as close minded as a lot of Oklahomans, but I, and, and I'm not saying that as an insult. I'm, that has a lot to do with just certain things. But yeah. that, what I learned in Oklahoma, built, gave me the foundation to succeed here where it's feast or fathom. <laughs> like it's, it has allowed me to show up in ways that a lot of people don't. And, and it's been an advantage for me. That's why I've developed a lot of the relationships that I, I have for that very, very reason. So Oklahoma's my home, but I mean, Sean was on, uh, Ab- Abinado, you know him, right? Uh-huh. Sean Abinado. Yeah, yeah. He came on and then Joshua Dowling came on and shared his story. And then of course you, it's just been like this trifecta of awesome of pe- three people that I want back on the show. I mean, you're terrific. Well, I'm not actually from Oklahoma. I'm originally from Atlanta. Grew up in Florida, but we great place too. Almost seven years ago. Oh, you're not a true Okie then. Oh, now listen, I've adopted it. <laughs> I've adopted Oklahoma, and I have a grand boy on Oklahoma soil, born here. So I'm calling Oklahoma home now. Do you know my mom? I don't, but I know of her. You've mentioned her, so I'm sure she and I are going to connect after this. My my mom will not. She will never comment on the show. She'll never like it. But she watched yesterday, and mm-hmm. it <laughs> it makes me happy. But yeah, my mom is amazing. So if you ever need to buy a house or sell your house, talk to talk to my mom. She's the best. Um, okay, you bet, Rhonda. Okay, so we're gonna do this again because we went off on so many directions, and there's so much more about you that I want to get to know. But again, I don't plan anything, so I just kind of let things fly because I just like nature taking its course. But I, I I mean this sincerely. I would love to have you back on. I would love to jive with you again. And if there's anything I can do to support you and what you're creating in the world, please let me know because I just adore you. Um, so blessed to have you on the show. Thank you so much, and the feeling is mutual, and it goes the same way, so we're motivated. Thank you so much. So, one one last thing. So, for being on the show today, I'm going to give you a giraffe. Ooh. Yeah, and you cannot, you cannot sell it, and you cannot give it away. What are you going to do with it? Well, I'm going to, like, look at it first. I need to know how big it is. It's big. I don't know. I'll have to look at it. I have to see what it is. I'll probably sit it prominently in my office. No, 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 no. You don't, I can't I, give I, it to anybody? I, I don't think you understand. You have to feed this giraffe. It's a real giraffe? Yeah, it's a real giraffe. Mm-hmm. But, I, you know, I got to think about this, Josh. <laughs> I'm a thinker, too. I'm claiming that right now because I got to see about where, where am I going to put a giraffe? <laughs> Oh my gosh. Anyway, 
Listen, God bless you. Thank you so much for being on the show, and uh, we'll see you very soon, okay? I appreciate you, Joshua. Thanks. Thank you. Bye-bye. Ladies and gentlemen, Rhonda Knight Boyle. What a cool, cool woman. Wow. Just a cool human being. Um, yeah, you guys check her out. Like, go, like follow and like, pay attention to what she's up to, because that's the thing about this show that I enjoy so much, is that with nothing being planned, no one... You, they show up who they are. There's no way to fake their authentic nature with some of the questions that happen. And so you get to see the real deal. That's why the people that back out of this show that don't want to do it, I'm going, yeah, because you've got something to hide. She didn't. She doesn't. That's her. It's amazing. I love that. I love authentic, genuine people who are wanting to help others. So I want to check out this Money Mafia game too. Super, super cool. Um, so RondaBoyle.com, you guys check it out. And again, thank you guys for the shares. If we, Once we get to 50 shares, I think we're probably at 20-something now. But once we, we're always at 20-something, so we got to step it up. And look, I'll show you. I have bags of Color Evolution cosmetics. I have Spa Essential Sweet Almond Body Butter. Like I have, and then skincare too. So we get the 50 shares, I'm gonna pick five winners. Uh, spin the money game. What I call it, spin the gangster game. I probably called it that, that's okay. Misty, thank you so much for joining the show. Charles, uh, who else is here? Gail, good to see you. Thank you. Selena, thank you. Kenneth, good to see you. All of, everyone watching, all of the shares, all of the likes, all of the comments, thank you guys. Because all that really does is, it's. I mean, of course it supports me, but I mean, it supports the guests too and what they're up to. And like, I love supporting good people. So let's, let's share, dadgummit. Anyway, so everyone listening on iHeartRadio, on Spotify, on Spreaker, on Stitcher, um, iTunes, Google Play. Thank you guys so much for listening. Everybody that had participated on Facebook, thank you. You guys are terrific. You are a blessing. Uh, just a huge fan. I just a huge amount of gratitude for all of you. Um, some big changes coming to the show. Um, it's going to be a little disruptive, but it's going to be fun. So we'll talk about that another time. Anna, good to see you. So good to see you. Thank you for coming by. Bonnie, you're terrific. Uh, absolutely. You guys have a terrific day. This is firefighter Raphael Poirier reminding you that every day a portion of every firehouse sub's purchase goes towards helping first responders. Try the new pastrami Reuben, loaded with hot pastrami, sweet and tangy slaw, and melted Swiss. For a limited time, get a medium pastrami Reuben for just $6.39. Firehouse subs, enjoy more subs, save more lives. Limited time offer at participating locations. Firehouse subs will donate a minimum of $1 million in 2018 to the Firehouse Subs Public Safety Foundation by donating 0.13% of every purchase.